Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on the first epistle of Peter with this sermon entitled, Suffering for Jesus, preached September 3rd, 2017. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 1 Peter chapter 3, beginning with verse 13. This is the church where the gospel is preached without fear, with great clarity, with great authority, telling all people that they should repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be blessed forever. So the subject is suffering for Jesus. 1 Peter 3, 13 through 17. Listen, sir. Two points. First, suffering for the Lord Jesus. Suffering for Jesus is the lot of every true Christian who shines as the light of the world. If Christians conform to the world, they will not be persecuted. But that is not an option for regenerate children of God. Ephesians 5, 8 through 10 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness and truth. And find out What pleases the Lord? St. Peter touched on suffering before. In chapter 1 verse 6. Chapter 2 verse 12, 15 and 19. Now he begins to deal with suffering for doing righteousness in more detail. God's people are eager to do good works, eager to obey Jesus Christ because they are born again. They are given a new heart and a new spirit. God removed from them the old rebellious heart of stone. Instead, God gave them a heart of flesh that is responsive to God. And God put in them his Holy Spirit to enlighten them, to empower them, that they obey the will of God with great joy. Only the regenerate are able and zealous to do good works for God's glory. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So if you are unregenerate, you will not obey Jesus Christ. And this is a simple way of finding out who you are. Titus 2.14 
who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness to purify for himself a people that are his very own eager to do what is good Philippians 2:11 through 13 and and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is lord to the glory of God the father therefore my dear friends as you have always obeyed you don't like to obey Jesus you are a pagan you are energized by the devil everybody obeys either Jesus Christ or the devil any other idea is false coming straight from the devil itself not only in my presence but now much more in my absence continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is god who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure friends the visible church that is this and every other visible church on earth consists of both regenerate and unregenerate people only regenerate people are zealous to do good works and shine as stars in this dark world holding forth the word of life the gospel so peter asks in chapter 3 verse 13 who is going to harm you if you are zealous to do good works normally sir people do not harm people who are morally good who wants to be a neighbor to a thief or a drunkard or any criminal most people honor those who are morally good yet this is not universally true they crucified jesus who never sinned yet we read in proverbs 16 and verse 7 when a man's ways are pleasing to the lord he makes even his enemies live at peace with him this is generally true but verse 14 tells us first peter 3:14 tells us there is a remote possibility in the greek that god's people may suffer for doing good for doing the will of god for doing righteousness you will not be promoted may be demoted and be fired from the job for doing good paul was eager to do good works yet he suffered the most for the gospel read second corinthians peter was crucified for doing good work yes god's people are able to do good works because they are regenerate people 
They are eager to do good works because they are thankful to their Savior who chose them from eternity to be objects of mercy destined for eternal glory. The power enabling them to do good works and suffer for Jesus when persecuted, let me tell you, is the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to the power that is at work within us right now. Colossians 1.29, To this end I labor, struggling with all his energy which so powerfully works in me. Philippians 2, 12 and 13, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act his good pleasure. Remember, the words of Jesus if anyone would come after me he must deny himself die to self deny himself and take up the cross and follow me even to death we may be persecuted because we are disciples of Jesus Every true minister of the gospel will be persecuted. We are asked different from unbelievers as eternal life is different from eternal death, as light is different from darkness, as heaven is different from hell. Don't worry. When the world persecutes you. We are persecuted because we do not conform to the world. We follow Jesus and we conform to him. Prophets suffered. Apostles suffered. Every believer suffered. In degrees only we differ. Listen to what Jesus said. Matthew 5, 10 through 12. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Matthew ten seventeen through 20. Be on your guard against men. 
they will hand you over to the local councils and flog you in their synagogues be on your guard against men they will hand you over to the local councils and flog you in their synagogues on my account you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the gentiles but when they arrest you do not worry about what to say or how to say at that time you will be given what to say for it will not be you speaking but the spirit of your father speaking through you you see sir christian life cannot be lived except by the holy spirit second corinthians chapter 11 are the servants of christ i am out of my mind to talk like this paul says I am more I have worked much harder been in prison more frequently been flogged more severely and been exposed to death again and again five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus 1 three times I was beaten with rods once I was stoned three times I was shipwrecked I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false brothers. let me read more hebrews 11:35 through 38 others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection some faced jeers and flogging while still others were chained and put in prison they were stoned they were sold in two slow process they were put to death by the sword they went about in sheep skins and goat skins destitute persecuted and mistreated the world was not worthy of them you want to believe in jesus sir? think about it before you believe in jesus all these things happened and will happen again and again in history they wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground first peter 3:17 says it is better to suffer doing righteousness not for doing evil it is better to suffer for doing good in god's will we may suffer for doing what is right First Peter 1:6 Peter said in this you greatly rejoice in what sir though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials 
First Peter 3.17 It is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Second Peter chapter 1.13 and 14 says Listen, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. He was about to be crucified as an old man. Because I know I will soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And he made it clear to him in John 21, 18 through 20. I tell you the truth, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go, the cross. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Point number two, comfort in suffering for the Lord. First, the presence of Christ is with us. Christ himself is with us. As he was with Joseph, when he was thrown into the pit, when he was a slave in Potiphar's house, when he was thrown into the prison, we are told the Lord was with him. Genesis 39. And Jesus said to us, Matthew 28, 20, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Presence of Christ with us. Uh, Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? 1 Peter 4.14 If you are insulted because of the name of Christ you are blessed for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. Persecution proves the Holy Spirit is resting on you enabling you to experience God's help. Luke 12.11 through 12. When you are brought before synagogue rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. This is why I am a firm believer in the Holy Spirit. Pentecostal faith in the Holy Spirit. And He is with us always. He guides us. He empowers us. He enlightens us. He defends us. Number two. When persecution comes, you are blessed. The Bible says you are blessed. First Peter 3.14 
but even if you should suffer for what is right you are blessed First Peter 4.14 If you are insulted because of the name of Christ You are blessed What does it mean to be blessed? Not blessed as, as Solomon Was blessed with tons of gold and silver Chariots and horses 1,000 women 700 wives and 300 concubines what did he do? He threw away the Bible and worshipped foreign gods. That's not the blessing we are told. But we are blessed with eternal life. So I don't have any grand illusion as foolish preachers preach. If you want health, and wealth and power receive Jesus he will give you they are fake ministers damned liars and cheats Jesus said John 10 28 and 29 I give them eternal life and they shall never perish no one can snatch them out of my hand my father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hands. Eternally secure, sir. Foreloved, predestinated, regenerated, converted, justified, adopted, sanctified. Being objects of mercy, we are destined for glory. Number three, fear not the enemies who will kill you, who will flog you. God appeared to Abraham, Genesis 15, 1. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield all around. Total protection. I am your shield your very great reward. Matthew 10, 28 through 31, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. It tells you they may kill your body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not Two sparrows sold for a penny, yet none of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your father. And Zechariah 2 verse 5 says, And I myself will be a wall of fire around the people of God. Wall of fire, sir. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, before his death he was murdered those who are afraid of men have no fear of God and those who fear God have no fear of men number four trust the Lord Jesus Christ Ahaz 
feared king of Aram and Pekah king of Israel. Isaiah the prophet counseled Ahaz not to fear these kings but trust the Lord for victory. Isaiah 7:4 said to him Ahaz be careful keep calm and don't be afraid do not lose heart because of these two smoldering stubs of firewood because of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and of the son of Remaliah and you read Isaiah 8:12 and 13 which is quoted by saint peter in our text do not cause conspiracy everything that these people call conspiracy do not fear what they fear do not be afraid the lord almighty is the one you are to regard as holy he is the one you are to fear he is the one you are to dread and so Peter says sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Ahaz refused and was destroyed. Later Sennacherib king of Assyria threatened Hezekiah and listened to his threatening words. then the commander stood and called out in hebrew hear the words of the great king the king of assyria this is what the king says do not let hezekiah deceive you he cannot deliver you do not let hezekiah persuade you to trust in the lord when he says the lord will surely deliver us this city will not be given into the hand of the king of assyria the devil says do not trust the lord hezekiah nevertheless trusted the lord and he delivered him and judah with a mighty deliverance by the lord in one day 185000 assyrian soldiers were killed by one angel tenakerib himself was defeated he went home to assyria and his two sons killed him the lord is with us we confess jesus christ as lord we sanctify christ as lord in our hearts we fix our eyes on him we trust in him to help us in our trouble He is a wall of fire around us. And Isaiah 33 verse 22 says For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. It is he who will save us. sanctify Christ as lord in your heart carolyn m noel in the hymn she says in your hearts enthrone him 
There let him subdue all that is not holy, all that is not true. Crown him as your captain in temptation's hour. Let his will enfold you in its light and power. Friends, fix your eyes on the Lord, the author and finisher of our faith. Obey him. He is with us. He is in front of us. He is behind us. He is a wall of fire around us. He is in us and we are in him. He is with us in our sufferings as he was with Joseph in the pit and in the prison. He is with us in the fire as he was with the three confessing Hebrew children in their fire. If Jesus Christ is for us, who can be against us? Now let me read to you Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. But now this is what the Lord says. Listen, sir, for your eternal comfort, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze for because I'm the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Neither death, nor life, nor anything else in all creation is able to separate us, to cut us off from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Make use our sufferings for Christ to bear witness for Jesus as the Holy Spirit will speak through us. Let us speak to the oppressors in meekness, respect and love and in good conscience and in good conduct. The undying hope we possess in our hearts What is it? The hope of glory. The hope of our inheritance of the fullness of our salvation kept by God in heaven and for which we are kept here in total assurance of our final and full salvation. Number five, know the purpose of sufferings. And what is the purpose? Romans 5, 3 through 5. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. Because? Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope. In other words, through sufferings, God make us holy. 
more and more like Jesus Christ. And listen to what James says. James 1, 2 and through 4. Consider it pure joy. My brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and lacking in nothing. How wicked and false are those preachers who say receive Jesus you will get more money. Romans 8.28 says and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. Who have been called according to his purpose. Everything. Especially suffering. Brings us more in conformity with Christ. So purpose. What are they? To make us holy. To refine our faith. 1 Peter 1, 6 through 7, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. They have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold which perishes even though refined by fire may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. To refine our faith. Next, to increase our faith. Second Corinthians 1 9, indeed, in our hearts we felt the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not trust on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Fix your eyes on Jesus as we go through the fiery trials. Rejoice greatly. And finally to give us an opportunity to witness to Jesus Christ in our suffering. Mark 13, 9, you must be on your guard You will be handed over to local councils and flogged in the synagogue on account of me. You will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. You read the book of Acts and you find that. They were all speaking, bearing witness to Jesus Christ. Acts 4, 8 through 10. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and are asked how he was healed, then know this is bearing witness. You and all the people of Israel, listen, it is by the name of Jesus of Nazareth, whom you crucified but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Witness, bearing, not cursing God. Bear witness to Jesus Christ. And he said salvation is found in no one else, but 
for there is no other name under heaven all other way of salvation is false and demonic why the bible says salvation is found in no one else for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we may be saved have you trusted in jesus christ alone if not today now is the accepted time now is the day of salvation and saint paul says but i have had god's help to this very day acts 26 and so i stand here and testify to small and great alike i am saying nothing beyond what the prophets and moses said would happen that the christ would suffer and as the first to rise from the dead would proclaim light to his own people and to the gentiles and now notice the altar call then agrippa said to paul do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a christian the man with chains the most brilliant apostle rich man suffering for Jesus Paul replied short time or long i pray god that not only you but all who hear all who are listening to me today may become what i am except for these chains and i say the same thing to everyone who is listening to me believe on the lord jesus christ and you will be saved and number 6 in our sufferings we are not shaken why jesus said do not let your hearts be troubled trust in god trust also in me jesus said john 14:27 peace i leave with you my peace i give you i do not give it to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid John 16:33 I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart I have overcome the world fix your eyes on Jesus sanctify Christ as lord in your heart trust him he will never abandon you Philippians 4:6 and 7 listen do not be anxious about anything do not let your heart be troubled but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god and the peace of god the peace of god which transcends all our trouble may god your heart and mind in christ jesus the lord is with us he never leaves nor forsakes us the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and minds in christ jesus in the fire we are unshakable hearts are not troubled why god is with us second corinthians 1:4 god of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles even when we are about to die 
God is with us. And he brings us to heaven into his own presence. God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from the Lord. Number seven and the final. Sufferings prove we are saved forever because his saved people enjoy fellowship with Jesus in his sufferings also. Sufferings first, glory later. Let me read to you Romans 8, 17. Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. 2 Corinthians 1, 5. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives. So also through Christ our comfort overflows. 2 Corinthians 4, 10, We carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. Galatians 6, 17, Finally, let no one cause me trouble for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. Philippians 3, 10 through 11, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and not only that, and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. First Peter 4.13 But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ that overflow into us. What did I say? Sufferings prove that we are saved. We are God's people. Don't worry if you are saved. The Lord will not abandon you. In your suffering the Lord is with you. And you will be enabled to say this. I can do all things including suffering for the Lord who suffered and died for my eternal happiness. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to fix our eyes on Jesus. He's with us. He's in us. He's all around us. He's our shield. What you said to Abraham is true of us. Fear not, I am your shield. And I am your sure reward. Fill us all with the Holy Spirit. Even now we pray that we may suffer, if needs be, for our faith in Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray, amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. 
For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.